This episode was recorded before we realised we had ADHD. We've left our old episodes up as we now recognise our struggles and helpful tips were all ADHD related and we hope that they can help you too. We hope you enjoy listening to this episode. Just please be aware we won't specifically mention ADHD. Welcome to A Dopamine Kit, your weekly dose of positivity. We're your hosts, Sparky and Shell. Join us each week as we help change your habits, tackle fears and challenge your mindset. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 13 of A Dopamine Kick. Today, we're going to be talking all about panic. But before we get into that, please stick around until the end as we have a great resource for you to use that I really think that a lot of you would benefit from who suffer with panic and worry. Also, I know I say this every single time, but if you could please subscribe to the podcast right now, if you haven't already, on whatever platform you are listening on, we would really, really appreciate it. And if you click the follow button, you'll be able to keep up to date with any new episodes that we release. Okay, so panic. Today we're talking about panic and why it is we panic. So panic is a sudden uncontrollable fear or anxiety, often causing wildly unthinking behaviour. Um, Now, we're not going to delve too much into panic attacks in this episode. We'll save that for another later one. Uh, Today, we're just going to be talking about when you feel that sort of sinking panicked sensation. So a lot of people experience the sensations of panic when we're anxious about something. So for me, panic and anxiety are both closely related to each other. But it's that sinking, unbearable, uncontrollable feeling that we go, oh, no, (laughs) what's going to happen now? That's what we're actually referring to here as panic, not a full-blown panic attack. So we can panic about many different things. And in today's society, there is actually a lot of stuff to worry about. Absolutely. And the thing is, sometimes we can panic over the simplest things, such as a missed deadline, feeling that, you know, that dread in the pit of your stomach over something that you don't really want to do, but you kind of have to do. And, you know, it can even go as far as you having physical symptoms, such as feeling like you've got a tight chest or, you know, maybe you're breathing really rapidly or maybe you've even got racing thoughts. Uh, So I thought the, the first thing that we could do is we could go into some instances where we've panicked. And I have an example here of a situation where I panicked and when I look back now, I think, oh God, look, that you know how it made me behave. But at this, the time... This is one of my favourite examples. I, I'm, I'm so proud of you for saying this on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think to myself sometimes, sometimes you've just got to make a bit of a joke and a laugh about it really, haven't you? <laughs> but because otherwise, you know, you could just cry. So what happened is Sparky's partner entered him into a competition. I think he does it every day, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, every day. Entered every single in, day. Entered him into a competition where you have to know the exact right amount of money when the radio show rings you up. And if you can recite that amount of money back, then you win it. And it's often quite a, a, a high amount. Um, so Adam entered him into this competition as usual, not expecting that uh, he would get called. And Sparky, over to you. What happened? So I received the call. I was half asleep. Well, I was asleep. I was taking an afternoon nap and I received the call and I answered it. And I heard the woman on the radio say that she was from the radio station. And in that moment, I started panicking because the first thing she asked me really was, where were you from? And obviously, 
we all know that I'm from Birmingham and my accent is terrible. <laughs> and I said, oh, I'm from Birmingham, like half asleep. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was, that was, that was the first thing. Just and hammering home all those stereotypes. <laughs> yeah, we know there's going to be people listening going, oh, there's that guy on there from Birmingham. Uh, so that was the first thing. So that made me panic first because I was thinking, why is she asking where I'm from? Like, why does this matter? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then she goes to me and what's today's amount? So obviously me half asleep, start panicking, start thinking, what is today's amount? Crap, what's today's amount? Shit, what's today's amount? So I am literally trying to get the amount up on my phone, panicking, running up the stairs because Adam was working from home that day and I'm shoving the phone in his face, <laughs> pointing at him, but don't want to say it out loud because I'm on the radio, pointing at him, just pointing at this number. And he's looking at me as if to go, what, what, what? And I'm like, please tell me what this number is because I'm panicking that much. I can't read the number. I don't know what it is. So I'm, I'm, ju- I'm just lost in this panic and I think Adam had thought someone had died because I was just staring at him like in shock. The woman on the radio was literally shout screaming at me down the phone at this point. She was going, I really need today's amount now. I need it now. So I just come out with this number and it was completely wrong. Was it was it even close or was it just completely like nowhere near? It was close, right? It was close, but it was completely the wrong number as in, you know, it, it it didn't even make sense. <laughs> she said to me, I'm really sorry, we've got to take your first answer. And then obviously I lost all of the money, didn't win the money. And then afterwards, when I listened to it on the radio, they they edited it and I looked completely thick. <laughs> like the worst person in the world. I'm like, I'm from Birmingham. <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was one of an example of how panic can... How know, panic lost Adam £5,000. And me... Me, that's me, <laughs> £5,000, right? Because I had hopes and dreams with that money. I was going to buy myself a new camera. I was going to go on holiday and I was not going to give him anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> so why do we panic? Well, it's very simple. We panic to keep us alive. It all goes back to fight and flight and our days back in the wild. You know, panic is what honed our senses and made us run away from that line and escape just in time. And without panic, our species wouldn't have survived. So we've said this before, our survival sensitive brain is hardwired to panic at the smallest thing because our brain is just always trying to keep us alive. And the problem in today's society is the things that we panic over are very rarely life and death. So actually, very rarely do we need that fight or flight or panic response. So today's science bit is quite interesting. It's a study that, again, we'll link to in the show notes. It demonstrated that your childhood experiences around severe illness can impact as an adult how likely you are to panic over physical symptoms. I think that's really important because it shows us that our childhood experiences really shape who we are as adults. And I think it's it's fair to assume that if our childhood experiences around physical illness cause us to panic and be more worried by illnesses as adults, then that is probably true in other aspects of our life. So if, if you've grown up in an, in an environment where there was a lot of worry and fear and anxiety that is going to have effects on your adulthood um, and cause you to be more susceptible to that as an adult so we all know that when you panic or have anxious feelings it's a little bit like a dog with a bone and i'm (laughs) sorry i'm gonna use the talking about dogs again here but it really is like a dog with a bone your brain just won't drop it and it continues and continues and continues 
And it's very difficult sometimes to calm that worry or even rationalize things when you're in a state of panic and you're, you know, you're not feeling great. And it's not just as simple, is it, as telling yourself, do you know what? Just calm down. So we thought that in this episode, we can go through a few things in particular that we know can help you with dealing with panic when it's happening. Now, it's important that when you are panicking, the first step is that you recognise that you are panicking because you recognising that you are panic will will actually help you to calm down a lot faster. And there are three questions that you can ask yourself at this time as well. Number one is, where are you right now? Number two is, where are your feet? And number three is, are you safe? Answering all these questions is going to lead you down that path to helping you calm down a lot faster. In this situation, though, it is all about recognising that you are panicking and that you are having a bit of a panic. And we all have things that happen in our lives. Things pop up from time to time um, that makes us panic. And that's actually natural. But what I would say is if it's more uncontrollable, then that's really when we need to start dealing with the feelings of panic and recognising the first step, which is that we are actually panicking. I agree. And and just grounding yourself is really useful. So that's what the, the three questions do is they help to ground you. So think about, you know, where are you right now? Usually that's going to be somewhere like, you know, oh, I'm at home, I'm, I'm at work, I'm in a restaurant. Where are your feet? More often than not, your feet are on the ground. And are you safe? Most of the time when we're panicking, we are in fact safe. But thinking about that and confirming that will help you to calm yourself down. The next one, and I'm going to say it again, (laughs) is to practice mindfulness and in particular, focusing on a particular object. Now, if you want to learn more about mindfulness, you can go back and listen to episode eight, which is called The Pursuit of Happiness. And in that episode, we do a mindfulness challenge and it's just a really good way of starting and understanding mindfulness. So please go back and listen to that one. But the point of this particular point is that mindfulness can be used as a tool for good really when you are panicking and really what we want to do is we want to pick a particular object and focus on that at the time we are panicking so it can be any object it can be anything that's closest to you when you're panicking so whether that's outside or inside and that's what you want to pick and that's what you want to focus on now the goal here is to use all of your senses when you are focusing on that object. So think of the colour of the objects, you know, the sight. Think of uh, the the movement of that object. So if you're outside and it's a leaf on a tree branch, just, you know, watch it swaying in the wind and things like that. And also maybe what does it smell like? What does it taste like if you can taste it? And, you know, can you touch it? What does it feel like? Doing all of this helps you distract your brain from spiralling even more. And it also helps you come back to the present moment, which is the focus really of mindfulness by grounding yourself. It helps you focus on the now so you're in the present. And you know what? It might seem really, really small. But honestly, I can say it definitely helps you calm down and focus more. Another thing that we've got is to talk to a trusted person. So panic just loves to catastrophize and spiral. But by talking it out, you'll 
not only calm yourself down, but you'll find it easier to come to resolutions and a fresh perspective on the situation might help you to see things differently. So this is something that Sparky and I do for each other quite a lot of the time uh, when one of us is spiralling or panicking about something is we'll talk it through and it does really help because most of the time one of us will be panicking and, and the other person will say, you know, what are, you, what are you worrying about this for? This is not a big deal. And, and that's so true because let's be honest, a lot of the time it ends up being a big deal, doesn't it? The, you know, the things that we do in life, we make out that they're more of a big deal than sometimes they actually are. And that's not to downplay anyone's worries or fears, but, you know, most of the time we do panic and worry about things a little bit too much. And like you just said there, we catastrophize things more than we should be. And that actually leads to panicking even more. And it just, it's just a vicious cycle, really. And panic can happen at any time, any place, anywhere. And sometimes we don't even really know it's happening. And sometimes we can preempt it. And it's at those times where we can sort of preempt it that we can sort of stop ourselves even more. So it's, I think it's really important to recognize when you are panicking. But another thing that you can do is you can practice breathing exercises. And we're going to do a whole episode on this. So it's a little bit more understandable to you guys. But generally, the concept here is to concentrate on your breath. So in that moment when you are panicking or you feel like you are going to go into a panic, take a few deep breaths. And what has helped me in the past is counting backwards from the number 10 whilst breathing. And usually by the time you get to zero, you do feel a little bit more relaxed. And like Sparky said, uh In uh, next week's episode, we're going to do an entire episode on different breathing exercises that you can do. So we'll go into that in a a lot more depth next week. The final thing that we've got for you is to look at your diet. So if you're experiencing regular feelings of panic, Um, or even panic attacks, look at cutting stimulants such as caffeine or sugary processed food from your diet and see whether or not that makes an improvement. Because if your brain is always on a state of high alert, it's going to be easier to tip over into that panic. And the last thing that I want to mention here, and I know I I always do this, at the end of we talk about this, I go, and the last thing, and the last thing. But I think that we should put humour into this as well. Because again, as we're not talking about a full-blown panic attack here. We're talking about how we can sometimes escalate ourselves. I do really think that humour can be a really good way of dealing with panic situations. And I think, you know, if you think about it like this, when we go out and we have a drink and, you know, we we, we laugh about the things that we do when we're drunk, don't we? You know, I know, I know I do, or I know, you know, we've laughed about things that we've done before when we're drunk. But we almost expect to laugh at that when we're under the influence of alcohol. But when we actually panic... We don't expect to laugh at ourselves. And I really do think that humour is a really good way to realise that you're not the only one that's going through something. And actually, it's really relatable to a lot of people. So I think, you know, if you can laugh about it and crack a smile about the things that you did do in those moments of panic, you can really make yourself feel better and actually make other people feel better about it as well. And, you know, I've lost so much time and things due to mental health in my life that I think I'm just going to refuse to let that thing that I'm going through lose my spirit too. So I think it's a really good thing to do is just practice being humorous as well, laughing about those sort of panic things that you go through after the fact, not at the time. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Another one of Sparky's monologues. (laughs) And now all we've got time for is this week's little kicker. Uh, This week's Little Kicker is a resource. Uh, It's created by the NHS 
Um, and it's helpful for recognizing and coping with panic. Um, so we'll pop that in the show notes for you. So I'd really encourage you to check it out. It's really good. Uh, it's a nice, chunky 43 page document. Uh, it's got things like panic diaries in there, um, lots of exercises that you can do um, and things to work through to help yourself if you are struggling with panicking. So that's it for this week. We'll see you next time, guys. Bye. All right, that's everything this week, guys. But if you want to carry on with the conversation, join us over on our social media platforms. We're on all the major channels and our handle is at a dopamine kick. We'd also be super grateful if you could leave us a review on the podcast, wherever you're listening, as it helps us to grow our audience and help more people. Okay, we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.